0: Welcome to season two, episode four of the Business Matters podcast from the Wind Technology Studio. Thank you to our media sponsor, Royal Credit Union. My name is Caitlin Mollis, and I am the current YP director at the Eau Chamber of Commerce. And joining me today is the current YP board chair, Travis Ida. Thank you for joining me today, Travis.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to have you here with me today. Could you just introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about what you're doing right now?
1: Yeah, as you mentioned, my name is Travis Saita, current board chair for the Young Professionals Program. I represent TrustPoint in the community, so we're a um, trust company wealth management firm that's been around for 110 years, so we pride ourselves on giving back to the community and supporting the chamber, and that's kind of why I'm here.
0: Wonderful. Yes, and you're very active in YP. As I just mentioned, you're the current YP board chair, so tell me a little bit about how long you've been in YP and how you got involved.
1: Oh, I think I've been, well, I've been part of the program for probably 10 plus years, but on the board, I think now for six. Mm -hmm. Um, And the truth of how I got involved is because I was asked to join the board. Um, Mm -hmm. And at that time, you know, everybody that joins boards or serves their community, people are busy, right? So at the time, I'm like, what are we trying to accomplish? What's the point of the program? Let me know more. Um, Decided to take the leap and join the board, and I've been very thankful that I made that choice Um, as far as accepting the board chair again it was because I was asked to chair and at the time quite honestly I wasn't sure that I was going to accept Um, but the director at the time Casey um, she was very passionate about the program you know Mm -hmm. similar to you now Caitlin like you guys are the you're the straw that stirs the drink you're the reason that the program is successful and she was very passionate at the time Uh, as well as the current current board um, that we had as well people were engaged they were wanting more there was a good opportunity people wanted to give back and make the program great Um, So I, again, decided to accept, and it's been a good two years now.
0: Yeah, two years. That is quite a bit. It's not typical that every board chair is two years, right, Travis?
1: No, I don't think so. So I do apologize to our board quite frequently (laughs) that they've had to listen to me for two years. But um, at the time, we were going through some changes. uh, Part of the reason we're here to talk today is about the mentor program. Uh, We had kind of just got that rolling, and we wanted to make sure we kept some continuity. So I accepted the offer to, to do a second term.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're very grateful that you did that. And like you said, we are here today to talk about the importance of mentorship and how YP kind of got involved with providing that for our community. Um, but first, I kind of wanted to talk to you about why do you think mentorship is important to young professionals, especially in the Eau Claire community?
1: Yeah, the, the mentorship relationship can be you know a tremendous resource to people, I think, at, at any point in your life, but most specifically young professionals, maybe when you're starting your career. Um, looking for some guidance. Um, I, myself, was very fortunate to have the opportunity that had a lot of people, you know, when I was, you know, in my 20s that gave of their time to me. Mm -hmm. Um, Quite honestly, I don't necessarily love the term mentor-mentee. I think sometimes it can, you know, add a lot of pressure to each of those um, parts of the relationship. But, you know, just getting people, building a network of individuals that can help and support you as you grow.
0: Mm -hmm. I heard something recently that said mentors can help bridge the gap between where you are today and where you want to be in the future. And I think that's very true. And I can speak to that because Travis and I are actually a mentorship pair through the YP mentorship program. Um, We were matched in... 2022, I believe, in the second round of YP mentorship. Um, And I can say that it was nice to have Travis as my mentor because it was an outside look instead of coming to my parents or someone who was emotionally invested in me. um, Having that outside look from Travis giving advice was key to big decisions that I was making um, in a very important season in my life. So thank you,
1: Travis. Well, thank you. And I think, um, one, you're too kind. But the true essence of a mentor-mentee relationship, I think it's going to be give and take, and both individuals that are serving a role are going to benefit from it. And what you said there about me, like similar to you, like I came into it, like trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to work together? What are each of our goals? And as we went through the process, it's very easy for me to say that I gained more out of it probably than you did, because, you know, I looked at somebody that fresh into their career with a a much different perspective at their point of life than I did. You know, when I was in my early 20s, I didn't really necessarily know what the future was going to hold and where I was going to go, and, you know, getting to know you over the last year, like, you are just leaps and bounds ahead of where I was at that age, and you have a clear vision of where you want to be and the kind of person you want to be and what you want to do for not only your family, your friends, your community, but everybody you come in contact with, so it was very, uh, very enlightening for me. Thank you,
0: Travis. Yes, it is a two-way street, and I've heard that with lots of our mentorship pairs, um, too. We actually just had our third group have their mentorship pairing about a month ago, and they're already starting getting together, and I've heard from all of them, and they're really enjoying it and ready to get into it with their mentors. Um, I wanted to kind of touch on what mentors are seeking, or what have you heard that people are wanting out of this program?
1: And I think that's the beauty of a mentor-mentee relationship is that each relationship is unique and what those individuals are trying to get out of it is also very unique. So some people may want, you know, specifically relating to their career choice, like guidance in that area. Um, Some may want life mentoring, you know, like going through Mm -hmm. different life challenges and they may not have that trusted individual in their life so that a mentor-mentee relationship um, can fill that void. It could be time management or any number of things. So... Um, I think, again, that's the beauty of it is that people are going to determine what's best for them and what they need, and hopefully that relationship can help solve some of those issues for them.
0: Exactly. Yes. One of the things that was big on many of the applicants this year was community involvement and building relationships, and I think that helps to have that person, when you're going into a room filled with business professionals, to have that partner next to you and help make those further connections for the mentee as they're starting their journey in the networking world is really crucial, too. So YP saw that there was this need in our community. Um, so can you talk a bit about how YP started to create the mentorship program and tailor it to the needs in the community a couple of years ago?
1: Yeah, I, I can remember back. I think, as I mentioned, I was on the board, I think for six years now. And the idea of a mentor program was there the entire time. And it was a lot of conversations of, wouldn't it be great to have this program or really should do something like this? And I remember I finally said to Casey, I think in my first year of being the chair, I'm like, we're doing this. No more talking about it. And and you got to get a pilot out there so that people can see what they want, what they want out of it, and we can adapt and change. But enough talking. Let's create some action get it done. Um, So I'll say we created, but I'll give Casey most of the credit on doing the actual work. But I researched some different similar programs across the nation. You know, I think maybe came down to like three, four, or five that had similar qualities to what we think we wanted the program to be. Um, And I said, here, Casey, here's the research I found. Let's pick and choose and pull what we think will fit the Chippa Valley best. Um, Again, there may be some stumbles, but let's get something out there. Let's see what we think it should be, and we can adapt as we go. So that's how it came to be. We worked a few months on crafting a, you know, a document that was going to be how we're going to define the program, deciding some of the parameters. Um... And I think even true today, one of the biggest things that we're still deciding is how much oversight there needs to be from the director of the program. Right. You know, ultimately, I believe that the success of that relationship is going to be determined by those two individuals, buy in, an engagement, and they're going to make the program successful if they want to be. But also, we found that there needs to be some oversight as far as checking in or guidance for each of the, the sides of the relationship. Um, but that's ultimately how it came to be, and I'm happy to say after three years now, it's still here, and there's still an appetite for it, and we continue to involve and make the program better each year.
0: Yes, there is still that need out there for it. Um, And we do have those touch points, like you said. Um, For anyone listening and interested in the YP mentorship program, we do facilitate a few touch points throughout the year after you are matched, um, typically before a YP happy hour or morning mingle um, to get together to see how it's going. We also have um, played with the idea of the mentors just getting together and working on it together saying, What are you guys struggling with or what's working out? Um, So that it's kind of a whole group effort as well with this mentorship program. Um, I did want to touch on the goal, Travis, about our rolling mentorship opportunity with YP, um, how we have kind of a back room filled with YP mentors available.
1: Yeah, and I think I'll touch back on the comment you just made as far as, you know, the mentors getting together. And I think I I referenced early in our conversation that I don't really love the term mentor-mentee because I think, you know, it, it either puts pressure on or people are like, okay, I'm the mentee. I'm going to show up, mm-hmm. solve all my problems, tell me everything. Or the mentor may feel like, oh, my gosh, this is a big responsibility. I have to help this individual. Yeah. Um. So I think sometimes it can have added pressure, Um but it just should be an organic relationship that evolves and grows and each one is supporting the other. Um, and as far as the point of having the rolling um, idea of mentors, like mainly we would never want a mentee, whether they're new to the YP program or have just determined they want to be a part of the mentorship program, we would never want an individual in that space to not be able to join the program. So we'd, we'd like to have a pool of mentors um, so that in the event somebody joins a program, they're super excited about it, they can in- meet with that individual, see if it might be a good fit, and they won't have to wait for maybe another annual group and group mm-hmm. meeting or um, a new batch of mentors, but to have somebody there prepared to serve them right away.
0: Exactly. Yes, and we do have that right now. Um, I know a handful of people that, one, they weren't matched with someone um, this year or the year before, and they're ready to take that on.
1: And I think um, when we first started the program three years ago, we were like, okay, we have a good concept, we have the mentors, we have the mentees, but how do you get them to meet and see who wants right. to be a, a good pairing, which was um, ultimately what we determined was we're going to do essentially like a speed dating type situation. And in full disclosure, I was like, there's no way this can work, right? Mm-hmm. We went and did it, and it was wildly successful, and we found out there was an appetite for that kind of a quick pairing so that we got all the mentors and mentees in a room, and the mentees just kind of circled around and met each of the mentors and talked for maybe five five minutes, mm-hmm. um, and then after that, we asked the mentees to list their top five in order, you know, like the mentors, who do you think would be a best pairing, one through five, and fortunately, over the last few years, we've had really good luck pairing, you know, one of their top two, one or two. Um, pairings so that somebody they felt comfortable with, they had a good connection with. So it's it's been a really good way to get those initial pairings, and so far we've seen a lot of success doing it that way.
0: Definitely, and it does give all those mentees the opportunity to talk with all those people, which I think is really important. Instead of, we do ha- also have a bio process where the mentees and mentors are able to look ahead of time at who's in the program and who they're going to be meeting. But I think that face to face. Couple minute interaction really can show how the mentorship pairing could be, and so I think that's key to the success of our program.
1: Yep, and that speaks back to what we talked about before—that each relationship is unique, and what each individual wants to get out of it is also very unique. So, you can have the bio, what you think somebody's trying to accomplish. You start talking with somebody, and um, they just are good fit. You know, you have a good feeling about it, and you can see a positive relationship there. And I think that's kind of where we talk about, like, yes, there may be a mentor-mentee pairing here. But through the program, we encourage, even if you didn't get matched with somebody, reach out, have a coffee or a lunch, and build a network of people in your life that can support you in different areas. You know? um, yes. some, if you have multiple mentors, like one might be the one that you talk through very big life choices. One might be you, know, you might need that kick in the butt. Sometimes you might need a pat on the back. So different individuals might serve different roles in your life. So I would encourage everybody out there to build a network of people that you know, can be there to support them.
0: I agree 100%. Having those people to back you in your everyday life is very beneficial.
1: Like I said earlier when we were talking, that I was fortunate to have a lot of people that have given of their time to me over the years. Um, so that was very, that was the big reason why I was so passionate about this program to give back, but also mm-hmm. to create a space and a platform that people that may have an appetite for that type of relationship. If you want to find a mentor or mentee pairing, it was wildly successful for me. And if there's other people that want that, we have this program created here that can provide that to people. So that's why I'm, I'm very strongly passionate about the program, and I hope it continues and other people can find a lot of the same positive um, interactions that I've found over my time and the other people within the program.
0: Yes, and I know with your help, that is definitely going to be happening in the coming years. So thank you, Travis. We end our podcast by asking each guest, why does business matter to you, Travis, and to
1: TrustPoint? I mean, business is the lifeblood, you know, of every community. Um, you know, businesses working together to solve common issues, to be resources to to solve different issues. Um, you know, the Chippewa Valley has experienced rapid and wild growth over the last decade plus. Um, so, some of the ways that business has done had to evolve as we have continued to grow. But one of the things that I've always appreciated about Eau Claire, the Chippewa Valley, you know, as a whole. Is that there's still that handshake feel of businesses? You know, like you can call somebody and it's, mm-hmm. um, it's more transformational, it's more relational as opposed to just transactional. Obviously, there's a transition or a transaction portion to it, but maybe more relational aspect. You know, that's the way the TrustPoint philosophy. You know, our core belief is that if we're doing what is right for our clients, we're doing what is right for TrustPoint. Um, we recognize that it's all about our clients and treating them right. In the communities that they call home, as well, you have to support those community. If you know if everybody's flourishing in the community, everybody's doing well. Um, you know, so we've been successful as a company for 110 years, and we realize that's because our commitment to our clients. We've had a physical location here in the Chippewa Valley for the last five, um, but we've had a very warm embrace from people understanding who we are, what we do, and how we do it. And we just look forward to being a part of the community for another 110 years.
0: Yeah, we are very lucky to have you and TrustPoint in the Chippewa Valley, Travis. Thank you for those listening today, and I'd like to thank Travis Ida again for joining us, and thank you to our sponsors. To end the 2023 calendar year, YP has an event tonight called Beer with a Boss, and we're hosting Scott Hoffman with Win Technology. He'll be here um, speaking with the YP, is very conversational and giving them some advice on how he got to where he is today and how they can maybe follow in his footsteps.
1: And I would jump in as well, too. I've had the great pleasure of knowing Scott for a few years now, and I think anybody that has the opportunity and the time to come listen to what he has to say, it'd be very worthwhile or worth your time to come check out what Scott has to say. He's a tremendous individual and a great leader.
0: If you're listening to this after the fact, please tune in to our event calendar to find out when our next Beer of the Boss series will be. We have those quarterly. Join us on January 24th at the Pablo Center for Oh What a Night, the Eau Claire Chamber's annual meeting. Registration is now open and we hope to see you there. Another opportunity for YPs and any chamber members is the Chippewa Valley Rally. This is going to be on February 28th and we're going down to Madison. So find more information on our website and sign up today. Thank you again for listening today and joining us as we talked about the importance of mentorship. And thank you to Travis Ida.
1: Well, thank you, Caitlin, not only for the work that you've done as the director in the last year, but all the work that you're going to do in the future. I know you're the right person for the job, and you're going to do wonderful things. So I'm excited for why the Young Professionals program is going to go. Um, For any young professional, aged individuals out there, if you've been thinking about joining, I would strongly encourage you to do so. Obviously, you're going to get out of the program what you put into it, but I think it's a great first step. So, again, if you're considering, I would encourage you. Uh, And if you're a business owner or a decision maker at a company that has a lot of young, professional, aged individuals, um, I would encourage you to have a conversation with Caitlin or Dave at the chamber, um, how you can get involved and um, make it easier for those individuals to to join the YP program um, so that they can be a part of this and grow and prosper as well. Thank Thank you, Travis.